Schmo's uh, really proud of his counting. He wants to show. He went through the trolls. And he probably wanted to run or something. It's his birthday. Oh, it's his birthday. Yeah, it's his birthday. So, so birthday guy get a free one? Sign his knee. They usually they do. I don't know. It's your second day, so. Yeah, yeah I think they do. Birthday guy gets one. That's why we. That's why the rest of the show that's that was that is for my birthday yesterday. And it's me, usually, but, you know, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> usually. That's three patrols. Can't walk away. Just got to do the body shot. I got to decide what I want. What are you doing, Mick? Patron. 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 Two. Two sexes. Two sexes, three patrons. We went line and salt. Line and salt. And what? No, it's good that there's a couple having sex. Two sexes, three patrons. Yeah, because one is just kind of. And we'll get ready to kiss. We'll get ready to do the body shot. We'll get ready. You don't know where to look. You don't know. New one's a perfectly good sunset, in my opinion. <laughs> the year is 2007. It's the 20th of June. I know that because I wrote it down and didn't check my watch. I know because it's one day after. And I it's one it. day after Scott's birthday, and we're here on the North Coast. Trying to get wasted away. Happy birthday, Scott. All right, I said the year. We don't have any. Sorry. Well, wait, wait. First, what's what news is going on? Any news going on? Well, the biggest. I really haven't been on the line. The biggest headline is that the Bama Breeze Tour is starting anew this very Saturday, June 23rd. Jimmy's going to be in Pittsburgh at the Post Gazette Pavilion in Burgettstown, Pennsylvania. And it, he's going back to the uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday routine, even though the kind of the tour starts on Saturday. He's going to be performing next on Tuesday, the 26th. At Camden, New Jersey. My daughter. Then Thursday, the 28th, at Bristol, Virginia. And then Saturday, the 30th, at Atlantic City, New Jersey. And that's it for the Bama Breeze Tour. He's taking another month off and he'll be back in yeah, late July. That work schedule. So the whole leg of the tour takes place in one week. We get it. Jimmy doesn't work a lot and he has more money than so, he uh, So keep tuned to Radio Margaritaville so you can uh, hear the live concerts. But they're only going to be within a week. Saturday to Saturday. That's the next leg of the Bama Breeze Tour. And I just got some news hot off the press before I came here that the state of Pennsylvania enacted House Resolution Number 333 to declare the, this Saturday Jimmy Buffett Day in Pennsylvania. And it is official. I mean, it's a pretty impressive document. Man, yeah, where, is, where is Jimmy Buffett as a world-class entertainer known for his support of charitable environmental causes throughout the world and etc. 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 Sounds like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the goal. More than 1,500 active <laughs> Pennsylvania parrotheads join all citizens of this commonwealth in welcoming Jimmy Buffett to the Post-Gazette Pavilion in Burgettstown on June 23, 2007. Therefore, be it resolved that the House of Representatives designates June 23, 2007 as Jimmy Buffett Day in Pennsylvania. I thank you. The question is, did, will Jimmy Buffett see his shadow or not? <laughs> Six more weeks of summer. I won't see that in Michigan. <laughs> Six more weeks of touring. That'd be nice. It'd be actually nice for us. And they, they did confirm a couple more shows. Not that it matters to us. He's going to be performing in Toronto on September 5th at the Molson Amphitheater. And tickets are $40 to $120. And it's been confirmed that there are two shows in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand on Saturday, October 20th and Saturday, October 27th. 
And tickets are between $68 and $210. Wow. And the Toronto concert happens in between two Boston dates. Boston, Toronto, Boston? Yeah. But the Boston dates are on consecutive Saturdays, so it's not that you know, big a stretch right. for them. Yeah, but why did they get all the shows? Yeah, why? Also in celebration of the Pennsylvania concert, the Pittsburgh Tribune Review, which I believe is the rival paper to the Post-Gazette, came up with a quiz about, uh, they've got 14 facts, and you have to decide if they apply to Jimmy Buffett or to Kenny Chesney. What? Oh, Since Kenny Chesney is just such a rival of Jimmy Buffett, yeah. even though he's a pretender to the throne. <laughs> Where's Cowboy Hat? Some of them are pretty it obvious, seems, but there are a couple of that. There are a couple that I didn't guess immediately, such as uh, number two, didn't get his first guitar until his freshman year in college. What does that apply to? Well, apply to what was our choices? Buffett or Chesney? Chesney or Buffett? I thought that was. Oh, Buffett. was it Buffett? That might be Buffett. No, I don't Buffett think so. Buffett said he picked it up in to college, pick up chicks in college. He started playing in college. What? Can I talk more water? Sure. Sure. Oh, okay. Thanks. Can I get a glass? You ready? See that, listeners? We drink water during the show. Yeah, water. That's yeah, all you hear. Say hi to the after our, our shots. Say Here's hi. our non-body hi. shots. We have a new waitress this week. It's Christina. Hi. What is it? Do we have a part for her? Hey, do we have a part for her? Do we have any jokes? Yes. She's gonna be radioing with us. Okay. Radioing with you guys. You're gonna yes. be podcasting to the world in a little bit. Okay. It's in your She's, job description. Yeah. Ask Elise. <laughs> yeah, it's your second date. What the hell does she know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so y'all say Jimmy? I think so. I yeah. say Jimmy. I thought I heard him say well, that. You're all wrong. You're <laughs> wrong. You don't deserve hey, to be in this podcast. Just for the record, <laughs> I said no. Really? Jimmy played long before Okay, college. Scott can stay. Yes. I thought he said okay. that Jimmy picked it up, up in high school. Have fun. No, no, no. Jimmy picked yeah. it up. All by yourself. Yeah. Have fun writing your jokes now. Yeah. <laughs> your little scripts. I can't I be. I got to be better than that joke last net. week. We already know. I, there was no joke last week. Theory. It was rambling. There was no joke last week. We all spent the back side of the page. It was, it was pretty bad. Okay. When Elise when Elise noticed how bad it was. I know. That was the definition of bad. Hey. It, makes okay, it wasn't that Elise didn't get it. There was nothing to get. The next one, I think you might guess this because I vaguely remember reading it. Arrested, number four, arrested in Buffalo in 2000 after a brief ride on a mounted reserve deputy's horse. That had to be Buffalo. It had to be Chesney. Oh, no, that was Chesney with some other uh, country star. Well, now I don't know what to do. Scott's wrong. So <laughs> it's, we're all tied now. Well, now the world is starting to conform. No, okay, you're back in the podcast. And Scott's on <laughs> yeah. my list. Who was what? Now we need a tiebreaker. Okay. Need a tiebreaker. There's number four. One way or the other in each. Yeah, because, yeah you're like one of those politicians who won't vote. Okay, what? Here's number 14. Spotted boating on the river near Heinz Field when he was in town for a concert last summer. And this is Pittsburgh. Last summer, Pittsburgh, he's doing again, has to be Buffett. No, I think Chesney. I go with Buffett. Buffett. You guys are off the podcast again. It's got snakes. Buffett flies. He doesn't go on a Buffett. It's here for the left side of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we rule. Sucks. Number 13. Sang on a remake of Hey Good Looking. Oh, you have to, we say Buffett, you have to say the opposite. No, both. It's all the Scott above. wins again! It's all the above. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, you guys all remember when Michael Jordan kept retiring. The rumor is Mike might be retiring 
from the podcast. Oh, yeah, so this, this should be Mike's farewell for now until we have to change our schedule, try to fit Mike in, because he won't be in our normal cadence of shows on Wednesdays after golf. It means that we can says, say bad things about him. Yep, and he says should be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's always the plan. The plan is on the show notes blog to see if anybody gives a crap. Yeah, does anybody, does anybody just want us to change our cadence to fit Mike's new schedule? I'm going to guess I'm the only one that's going to vote for that. For being out of town during our normal podcast schedule and being in town. Apparently, the people podcasting didn't even care that I was gone until 12 minutes into the show. You were gone? That's right. You weren't here? According to 11.02 in the podcast, I said, oh, by the way, Scott hurt his knee. Okay, so, and uh, since we didn't have any homework, or I'm, any album homework, it's We're time to, gonna sit get to know each other. It's time to get to know. I brought a deck of cards. So get to know your podcaster. Get to know your podcaster. Until next week when I show up again. So, and in the spotlight <laughs> this week is Mike. 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 time for a theme song. Yeah. So... We'd like to start off by saying Mike is the originator of our uh, North Coast Cat song. He did yes. he did write the lyrics as well as the music. Oh, thank you. Or? No, no, no. That's all Jim. Okay. It's all Jim. My brother Jim wrote the music. I just wrote the lyrics. He so. wrote the lyrics to our theme song. Which uh, I went last night to see the Jimmy show at the Monterey Cafe, Cafe. in the Allen Park, Michigan. Allen Park. And uh, got him. It was his opening song. I got him to play it. And he said he is cool. working on it. He did. And he, he spent some time. Like, he was all nervous about Mike, apparently. <laughs> Big brother must. I told him. I said, people are going to come in and ask for this. Yeah, and prepared. he's like, oh, shit, don't tell Mike. I don't remember all the lyrics. Uh-oh. So he literally went 15 minutes, and he's sitting there up there working through all of it on his own. Like, cool. And cool. then he's like. Did he, he already got, did he get any kind of reaction? Uh. The, actually, the people that I was with applauded. I mean, they actually all liked the well, song. Well, they were all hammered, but then that's... <laughs> did, they, did they ignore they played beer pong for Well, DJ. Oh, DJ. Cool. And Darren. And the guy from the fireworks... One other guy from the fireworks store. But, uh... It, no, it sounded really good. It, it, I mean, it really did. I mean, it, it's a good tune. So he said he, he just hasn't developed the transition he's, for Mike's next, you know, part. He musically. Yeah, he's got, he's got the lyrics. He's got... He's got to work the bridge, and that's what he said he had a problem with, is getting the bridge. Okay, cool. So Mike uh, and then his brother plays. I say burn that bridge when he comes here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, we're going to have to force here. the issue. So back to Mike. Mike learned about Buffett first, I believe, out of all of us, right? Yeah. I mean, yes. essentially, yeah, you are the catalyst it's, uh, for yeah, all my dad that is My dad. My, my dad brought it back from Florida, in fact, back in 77 uh, when changes came out. After a Florida trip, yep, probably to visit Bill and Roland. That's right. Bill and Roland. Ooh. Bill took all our pennies once at poker. Yeah. <laughs> all I remember is him mooing every yeah. time he raked in money. Bad influences. We were all underage. Yeah. Teaching us how to play poker. <laughs> drinking and drinking and losing. As opposed to your kids, you're sitting here in a bar. <laughs> That's true. At what time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your teenage sons. We're sitting in a bar at 10, co- 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. See how that influence For the record, it's not just me and my sons this time. <laughs> yeah. Mike has his son here. One of us. Changes was your first album then, right? Yeah. So what was your next album? I just worked my way back through the catalog. Backwards? I think it was, yeah, backwards. I think, uh, I think well, I here it's all controversy. We used to think 
abandoned daydreaming <laughs> gave me yeah, four A1A. Right. So I put very little credence. <laughs> yeah, so I'm how'd you go say. backwards? Yeah. I, I don't exactly remember he which one know. came next. I think it was A1A because I, I really like A1A a lot. And I kind of stuck, I, I stuck with it. So I went back through the catalog until I hit uh, uh, High Cumberland Jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> He was one of the. He was the sucker. I was soaking up he, everything Buffett at it. that time. So who was your who was your next Buffett? You know, book. Yeah, that's oh, a good who, question. Who did I uh, next? Who did you uh, the first next person next? Right. Try bringing in HUD, and it he was just HUD. HUD. Yeah, no, HUD was all over. He was the first one to go to a show. Our we security went to the, with to the uh, show with seventy nine. Then it was small. Yep. Yeah, because that. Did Bakley come in? Well, wait. I don't wait. think Bakley ever came in. Well, yeah. Never, I went to my first show, and it was with Bakley. He was always on the outskirts. He never fully bought in. He's a, Maybe he was a, a Willie Nelson fan. Okay. And uh, he got I mean, into the... Uh, <laughs> when you hear that, you don't know if Bakley was just BS. Yeah, he yeah, was a Willie Nelson well, fan. you never really know that about <laughs> Bakley. Yeah. I came in the year after Sorry, Ian was railroad lane. Uh, Great Villain Station Hold Up. Oh, really? Yeah, he yes. did. And Peter Butter. Conspiracy. Uh, really enough, he did he liked that one the best. You know, the what? first time you buy these albums, are you buying them in each track? You know, no, I was buying the two. In fact, I was, I was buying the LPs and the eight tracks. Well, I had to have that was one, a question I had for you. I had the eight tracks for the car. Yeah, and I had to have the LPs for the house. I remember my parents going for a walk in the neighborhood and coming home and saying, "We heard this loud music," and as we walked down the road, we realized. Hud and Mike were in his car with the windows up, and that was the loud music they heard a whole block down, really loud. The windows were up, and it was either Jimmy Buffett or Van Halen, <laughs> one of those rockers. So, how many eight tracks did you own of oh, Buffett? Jeez, I don't, I don't have a full count, but uh, Where did they I go? still have them. Do you have them? Yeah, they're still in the box. Yeah, we keep them. need to, you know, get them out. I never tossed them, so I still have them. You'd think they might be worth something someday, but they, probably well, they, not. They kind of are. There's websites that ask for A-tracks and talk yeah. about A-tracks, but I don't know how much they're worth. Just a nominee. Money yeah, yeah, and there's there's eight tracks. Season. When did you stop getting A-tracks? Well, because... Uh, I'm trying to remember what the last eight track was. As soon as you bought a car with it, because you, know, you had to be there. It had to. I, you know, I have. You had to be there. I'm eight, eight track. track. It, so had to be, it had to be before college, because I don't remember you buying. But you had it. to be there. No, no, I, I stopped. I stopped. Yeah. I stopped. Yeah. Mike, are there songs I still in your head? A telegram. Are there songs still in your head? That, that, that if the song's playing, yes, you it fades out and stops. Yes. So think about <laughs> it. If I'm listening to it, I could probably pick out exactly where. That's yeah, right. Play. And he had to be there. He talks about a track during that show. A track. I never liked a track. <laughs> but yeah, here Mike's a track sucks. I had to listen to him and Hud tell me how great a tracks were. Well, well you can see the tip and flip them over. Remember, you had to flip over cassettes at one time. Yeah, oh, they, they had to over. push the button. <laughs> they played the whole song, though. Yeah. But yeah, but you had to flip it over. Click, eject. Well, I got an auto reverse. Yeah, that was the kids meow. Yeah, like, auto reverse. Wow. Yeah, but he's like, I don't oh, know. I don't have I don't to don't... take the cassette out of the player. Yeah. It just actually turns over on its own. Continuous play button. Yeah. But the read, the read, the readout did, wasn't so digital. So you're like, I, I don't know what song I'm on, what side I'm on. <laughs> am I on one or two? Buttons hitting buttons. Yeah, exactly. Shop, shop. I don't know where I am. <laughs> It says B, but I put the cassette in upside down, so I'm forward. all confused. What? There's no oh. rewind. Oh, i got to flip it over and then fast forward. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's no rewind. Flip it over yep. and fast forward. That's right. I remember that. 
<laughs> but the agony it, that digital people just don't appreciate. Yeah, yeah. yeah these people, all they've ever had are CDs, they don't know what And we still thought it was great. And yeah. we liked it. We well, it was great making too. your own cassettes where you spent a whole day oh, yeah. well, making a, whole a couple cassette. years from now, they're going to go, you loaded songs onto your player? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't just suck them down from the satellite? Yeah. Jeez, what the hell are you thinking? You had something You had, had to add artwork and, and retitle everything? There oh were moving God. parts? What are you talking about? <laughs> you mean the titles were wrong sometimes? And, and the artwork. And the yeah, frustration don't get me started. the cassette tape actually no, broke. But the 8-tracks, yeah. it was a big leap forward when 8-tracks got fast forward. Remember when 8-tracks finally got fast forward? And then when you used no, them, they would get all bound up. I never jumped on the 8-track craze. Yeah. I, saw the, I saw the writing on the wall there. The tapes wouldn't move fast enough. 8-tracks were like this big. <laughs> <laughs> they were just so to plug them in. Chunk. They were cool. We apologize for this bad podcast. Mike's old. No, most people Mike's listening old. probably have no idea what we're even yeah. talking about. So, so you got to know Mike. To the he, he was the first one that like Buff in our group. He's old. <laughs> well, okay. Well, yeah. He owned them all on eight track. <laughs> he bought Kai Cumberland Jubilee thinking it was going to be a good album. <laughs> so, what was the best concert experience? What location? Just um, not. I mean, uh, overall concert. Best, best concert or best like foreign venue? Best venue. Best venue. Best venue. Period. Are you going to say Pine Knot? You've been to the three, four? Yeah, you know Pine Knot. I think really. I have Yeah, but what about before yeah, you started showing up to Pine Knot? Deer Creek was pretty cool. Yeah. See, for for well, years, all I heard about was Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Buffett talked about Cincinnati. No, Cincinnati. You know, yeah. So I go to Cincinnati. You can't tailgate. They are all, I mean, they just go, I mean, the security in that parking lot just goes nuts all over your head if you try to do anything. They don't let you spend any time. Like, you're just sitting on the tailgate of your car and they're just going nuts. You gotta go into the concert. You gotta go into the concert. I'm like, there's no tailgating there. The there was nowhere near the atmosphere there was in Pine Knob. And I'm not being biased at all. I mean it, it just didn't even compare. Well, I disagree with I could not yeah, that's like Bend. Oh, was that Cincinnati? Yeah. That was Cincinnati. Riverbend. That's the Riverbend. thing that I like the best yeah. is that they had they had a horse track and we spent and it was, it was completely public. You could walk right in. You didn't have to bet anything. You'd walk right in. They had gorgeous facilities there. And it was... It was, was there a Haitian horse race? So you could, you could drink at your car and just take a walk over and have these beautiful bathrooms or lavatories to use. It was great. That's the thing. I and there were people wearing Hawaiian <laughs> shirts and Yeah, the lavatories were Well, you know, that's another thing. Based on my concert-going experiences. And if how any well, stupid I horse... Uh, knowing Getting into horse <laughs> races. Alpine Valley... The Alpine Moses. Valley fails. On that... <laughs> that was terrible. That's cool. That, I mean, but yeah, horse racing is traditionally outside well, of our state. We don't care about horse free. racing. We, we just, just go there and they, they know you're going to play. Yeah, was, the, I loved it because it was completely open. And you could buy drinks if you want. You, did, there was, you just walk in, use the restroom, walk back to the parking lot and continue. Yeah, the, in another state, a horse racing place is just a big bar where you can bet on the horses. Yeah. There's no, they're like, what do you mean? You have to pay to get in? You don't have to pay to get in. But anyway. Deer Creek was pretty cool. Yeah, Deer Creek was really nice, but I, I don't think it was on par with Pine Knob. No, it's still not on par, but of all the other ones that we had been to, that was like right it up It was nice, and I just, I like that concert in particular. Now, Pine Knob's nice. And it was, but it was difficult to buy beer afterwards. Oh, find, yeah, yeah. To find a party store beer. that sold beer. Yeah, it's like a dry county. Oh, was, where did you play in Columbus? I remember going to Columbus. Buckeye Lake. Buckeye Lake. Uh, no, Buckeye Lake. Lake was, there was another place. 
it wasn't maybe it wasn't Columbus. It's another place in Ohio. It wasn't Riverbend and it wasn't he, he played in uh, Blossom. What's Blossom. What's Blossom. Blossom was a good show. Blossom. I I enjoyed Blossom. Yeah, that wasn't a bad place. Blossom is where I had uh, backstage passes too. Oh, that might uh, that might help. But no, but the, the whole setup it was uh, it was just a nice setup. But these are all open air places. I would I would assume we, you actually saw Buffett before these big places, right? Yeah, I saw. Well, and you know, all here called Meadowbrook yeah, and Meadowbrook, like, Hill Auditorium. Hill Auditorium is definitely you know its first time ever. That was the volcano. Tour. That was your first show. Yeah, that was awesome. What is the most you ever paid for a Buffett ticket? You don't want to say we're over two hundred bucks. Yeah, kids are around. We can't admit to that. Next question. What's the most expensive piece of Buffett? Most expensive piece. What? We already know it's his guitar. All right, Mike has a guitar. He only spent two hundred dollars on it, though. What was the most? What's the most unique thing that you own? That's not like a guitar, like a pick. Well, one out of one hundred and sixty-eight. That's pretty damn unique. I mean. So a guitar that, is something that anybody with your kind of money could purchase. Believe <laughs> <laughs> no? me. But like, no, it was his kid's that's college like, fund. What, what's the right. most unique thing it that you had? That you have that's a Buffett type of uh, paraphernalia. Not like he missed your hand slap. Prize possession. But, that's uh, anyway, You know what? That is actually the, signed eight by ten. That's. I think everybody should answer that question. I think that's a great question. Yeah. Well, even though Mike, it's from, that's from, like, yeah, even though it's from Greg, our kind podcaster. You got you got an eight by ten with guy who wrecked my knee. With you and Buffett? Or no, 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 no. He son. didn't think I could oh, play basketball. I oh I just I we said this I have a buy I, I just have a stupid Buffett buy. Hit the table for Christ's sake! <laughs> <laughs> Editor's note: Stop hitting the table. <laughs> I've already talked about mine before. Mine's the signed Buffett invitation to my dad's golf tournament. Yeah. Where I told you that yeah. my dad wrote that? a two-page letter and. We met Buffett's pilot in the yeah. parking lot, waiting for his dad, gave him the note, and two days later got it back in the mail. Jimmy signed it, said thanks. Yep. Mick, yours is the letter Buffett yeah. sent to you? the yeah. letter I got, because it signed back in the... Uh, From what? Like, what is it? Off to see the lizard days. He was supposed to appear at the uh, Royal Oak Music Cafe, and he didn't show. So, uh, and uh, the Corona representative That's said true. that he was in Chicago getting a massage. So I was kind of insulted about that. So I wrote Margaritaville uh, Cafe a letter and got a letter back from Jimmy saying that he doesn't do those kind of appearances. They shouldn't have said that he was going to be there. It was rather interesting. And he, he also said, I would like to know who did that. Inquiring minds want to know, comma, Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> and I didn't know who, how to follow up, so I never did. <laughs> I regret not following up, but I didn't know who to contact to follow up. Wow. Pretty cool. Yeah, probably going into more detail about that. Yeah. And it was, it was printed up on Jim, like that Jimmy. old computer paper with the perforations on the sides. Uh, dot matrix, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and but it was signed. Yeah, see, mm -hmm. I, I think, you know, when people say Jimmy has lost it, but Jimmy did a lot of that like early on because... The lady who got me started, and I went into her before, um, this, my Spanish teacher from high school got me started in Buffett. She sent Jimmy a Carmen Miranda uh, dust mop, like a duster with like Carmen Miranda's head on it or something. Sent it to Jimmy. He wrote her back that he put it like up on his mantle. Yeah, I was going to say, that'd be something he'd really get a kick out of. Yeah. 
And he he wrote her a letter back, and this is back. I think when he maybe he turned fifty. So I can see that. So about you, Greg? I don't have anything that's unique. (laughs) Just his question. He just came up with a question. Actually, I guess like the the most unique question ever. Yeah, I came up with a question. I've got a picture of the uh, original. uh, What was it? uh, The store, the Margaritaville store. was it on Duval Street, down in Key West, before they tore it down? So, got that counts. picture. There you go. That counts. counts. Get down there to Key West. Maybe our audience would like to respond to that question. That's, that's a very that's a very valid question. That sounds like another contest. Not a contest, but you never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> if it's good enough. <laughs> if we deem it worthy. <laughs> yeah. The last question I had was, did you have any chance run-ins with the band? Not with Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of run-ins with the band. <laughs> no, no. With uh, Mick and I sat at a table with Peter Mayer at uh, Captain Tony's out yeah, there in Royal Oak. And he, you know, we welcomed him down. He sits down, joins us, and we yeah, well, he was he was standing in a crowd, and I felt kind of sorry for him. He says, "Hey, Pete, come on, sit down if you want." So I sat up. down, and, we're, and then we just stare at him for several minutes. So you don't do well with celebrities, Mike. We've established that. So how's and we it going? Met, <laughs> we uh, we saw. We listen to you all the time. <laughs> we saw Michael Utley in the parking lot. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and what was really cool, well, you saw him first and you didn't even call attention to him, so I didn't even notice. But the cool thing was we were listening to Heat at the time. So I'm sure he must have enjoyed that. Because everybody else is listening to the Greatest Hits album. We're listening to Utley Greenwich yeah. on our little boombox. Yep. As he walks by, and he walks by, smiles. Yeah, Mike said that he had a big grin on his face, but of course I didn't see it because he was long past before Mike even admitted. Before Mike found the power of speech and admitted to it. <laughs> I could have flagged them down. We're listening to his record. Even no. even a hand shrug on the shoulder. <laughs> but we did we did meet him a couple years later and got their autograph because they yeah. were signing after the, the Club Trinity drums. thing. They were taking off. They were signing autographs. Yeah, the Club Trinity is where I actually I think I had their autograph because I was at Blossom before that. I got everybody's autograph backstage, and then a, a I got it again. We were we were hanging around watching like some. We were in the VIP outside. We were in the VIP area, and then Robert Greenwich comes it? walking out, yeah. and he's got he's got his laminate on that says Robert Greenwich on it. <laughs> so I just look directly down. Hey, it's Robert Greenwich reading right off the laminate, and I go, Hey, hi! And then I tell Mike, Hey, Robert Greenwich is down there. And you go over and shake his hand, and then immediately after he makes a beeline <laughs> when the security guy makes a beeline to guys out there. <laughs> Two guys noticed me, but I mean, his laminate said Robert Greenwich right on it. Yeah, he kind of wasn't too <laughs> low profile, really. So that was it. That's our claim. So I pretty much like met every band member except for Jimmy himself, but I've come like within six inches of Jimmy himself. Yeah, it was when he high-fived everybody high five that, got that stuck left, their hand over the stage, right. except for you. Well, back when I had front row center, <laughs> I shook his hand multiple times. He also sat in front yeah. of Bill Ambeer and Steve Merrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, word of simulation. Coconut, what's the first word you think of? Bra. Word simulation? Word simulation or word association? Word simulation. Word association. A simulation. He's had the what? class. He knows what I, I mean. I what he meant, and I would always say, no matter what, I would say telegraph. Grass skirt. Uh, I don't know. 
Guys, dirt. what's the first thing you heard? Dirts. Okay. <laughs> okay, there we go. I want Guys wearing coconut bras in dress skirts. Bigger nerds. <laughs> oh, shut up! I did that one. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's assholes. <laughs> <laughs> No, alcohol. Alcohol. That's what did it. <laughs> when you said grass skirts, coconut That's bra, I word. think too much alcohol. Too much alcohol. Stop, stop drinking. Just say Somebody no. please scour that image from my mind. Somebody say something fast. Say something quick. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mr. Scott? Mickey. Happy Scott in a coconut bra. No! <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> What, any other word association? Or word simulation? Word simulation? Any other words? Questions? No, I have stuff like pets! You know, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite Buffett book? Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I like the novels, but I like the tales from Margarita. Well, and Mike is Maybe such a prolific writer, he could really still be part of the podcast, even if he's nowhere, because he could sit in his... Hotel room and and write in Houston. No, he has to Skype us. Yeah, we never talked about the mango tequila. You know how I had tequila oh, resting with man, mango in it for three months. Three months were up on Sunday, June seventeenth, Father's Day. You drank all the tequila. Never made the eighteen. <laughs> Mike came over. It I declared was, it good. I don't understand how we didn't fall flat on our I do understand how we didn't just pass out. Because besides that pint, I also drank half of my other fifth. In Schmodes, and we made a, had a Catholic jug and made a Schmodes. He had a shaker. He's shaking us. Shaker's a gallon. We didn't fill it up. We didn't make a whole gallon. Was it good in mass quantity? I, the, yeah. The mango? No, the, the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you just gotta put it in the right quantity, We put some 7-Up in the cup as you poured it. Okay, 7-Up was yeah, added to individual cups. Yes. yes. How did the ice get distributed? In the shaker? In cubes. Just a little, just a little bit. How often did you refresh the ice? I just did once. No, it was like a thermal thing. You had a pint of the aging. We wanted to do that But the the resting mango kila. It was just, it was, it was like there was a Honey party in my mouth water. and everyone was invited. It sounded good. It sounded better than the mint one. Oh, I was, man, we're going to make some more. I don't know. If, but also, I think the reason we didn't just, when we stood up, when he stepped to go home, he didn't fall flat on his face because the mangoes themselves sucked a lot of the alcohol. We knew that. They became, they were just the thin little heart things, right? And they're coated in that sugar mixture to keep them dry, I think is what I learned in the meantime with these with dried fruit. So it made it real it made a real orangey tequila, very sweet and this little mango orange flavor. But the, then we, we ate a mango each. <laughs> and then we put it in our little the mango. Oh you take the bite though and it's like take a the alcohol right up your nose, man. Oh it was just slow alcohol. It's real thick now. And all the stuff, and you just ate it. You could just, you could set them on fire. We were gonna do that, but it was Father's Day. And we didn't feel like we should get up and get a lighter. <laughs> we had a fan going, a mister going but in front of us. there's still some left. So we were getting mist and sitting in my garage watching the U.S. Open with, on mute. With in those zero gravity rain. chairs. Mm. With zero gravity chairs. Yeah, each I have two of them now. So we're in zero gravity chairs just sitting there with the boombox going, iPod. 
U.S. Open than you. Miss coming all over us. No, we had the opposite going. It was, it was pretty good. <laughs> and then eating mangoes. I was by boats and water, but I was in long pants and a dress shirt. Not a good combination. No. But no. Joe put the uh, mango in a shaker with ice, shook it up, and poured it out, and it was like I kept frothy. doing it. Over. It looked like a yeah, milkshake. Got, yeah, it looked like an orange Julius. Yes. That's exactly what it looked like. It looked so refreshing. Orange it whip. Just looked refreshing. It looked like an orange whip. And, and, and you just pour it in these taller shot glass. I had my Roger Klein, he had my Mexican big huge shot glass. And sipping, putting little ice cubes in them when they got a little warm. So we had our first shot. You know, let's have it another. It's great. It just, it just went. All of a sudden it was gone. But I'm saving the mangoes. Did you use 1800? Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of pureeing the rest of the mango and making margaritas out of it. So, bottom line is, it's it very good. It's that winter. is much better than the mint. Better than the water. mint. Better than the even better than Christmas. Christmas. Even though Christmas was good, well, this was way better. We know how mint feels about the Christmas. No, 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 that was the eggnog that I didn't care for. Oh, the the tequila was fine. The eggnog oh, is yeah, good. You're right, it is. Why don't we let Why don't we let her do her part? Cause it's getting late. Which part? You're going to be the narrator. And Peach Street's when the narrator does. Well, she might start to make it. <laughs> A little script, little joke. Some are better than others. Yeah. <laughs> and we use that term joke loosely. Some, some are some better than jokes. Is the girl always the narrator? No. 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 Sometimes she's. We have girl parts sometimes. <laughs> so. No, don't be weird. You're gonna be fine. Get a picture here. You're on the radio. Get a picture here. Picture here. The cameras in the. Our producer's ready. Okay. So, and narrator. Action. Action. The state of Michigan game warden stopped a man who was walking away from a Lake Michigan dock holding two fishing buckets of water, each with a walleye swimming around. He asked the man, Do you have a license to catch those fish? The man replied, No, sir. Don't need a license. These are my pet fish. Pet fish? Yes, sir. I trained them. Every night I take these here fish down to the lake and let them swim around for a while. I whistle, and they jump back into their buckets. Then I take them home. That's crazy! Fish can't do that! The man looked at the game warden for a moment. Finally, he said, It's not crazy. I can show you if you like. Uh, okay! Said the warden. Show me! The man quickly poured the fish into Lake Michigan and stood still. He and the game warden continued to simply stand there. After several minutes, the game warden turned to the man and said, well? Well what? Now agitated, the warden raised his voice and asked, Well, when are you going to whistle to call them back? Call who back? The warden was now beside himself. The fish! The man asked back, What fish? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> is this a joke? Is this a joke? Did we mess up? Come on, this is a... Oh, no, we did mess up. The joke really? sucks. It's just not a funny joke. No, no, what? no. It's an old joke. <laughs> Wait a oh my God! We... It's an old joke. Did anybody else get this joke? I didn't. You guys are too busy reading it without getting it. The whole thing is devoid of fine or something from the now game. Now that you've wars. disposed of the evidence, there's no crime. Ah, uh, okay. Thank we you. apologize for another wow. lame joke. This is wow, an old, old bit. We've waited. Court Kristen is never going to get that. 
It's a bit, it's not a joke. <laughs> you wasted <laughs> two minutes of that lovely lady. I was lady. picturing Billy Gilbert oh, as, the, as the deputy. Or yeah, we yeah. took her away from dishes. Hard. She'd rather be going back there to do <laughs> dishes. That's how fucking lame that was. Nikki <laughs> didn't even warn us. so old, it's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> he no, was bad before they no, invented a sense of humor. No fellow. It's a fishing joke. It's summer starting There's no the jokes. Just shut wow. the hell up while you're ahead. Just it's go back to the pirateyokes.com. Well, we're done. We're done with them. Oh, you exhausted them all? Well, I got one safe for... No, he's, he's done. Dying. Audience, I promise you a one joke that will make you laugh time. next week. I promise. That's life on the North Coast. That's life on the North Coast. <laughs> <laughs>